This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to WTS Waikato, a radio show and podcast taking a look at the quirkier people, groups and interests in the region. I'm producer Gary Farrow. Well, what a different time we find ourselves in now. Since WTS began near the end of last year, it has been all about getting out in the Waikato community, meeting people and going along to events. But now, under COVID-19 Level 4 lockdown, a change of tack is needed. We're going to be hearing from people over Zoom, talking about the challenges that their organisations, groups, hobbies and friends might be facing during lockdown. For the first episode of WTS Lockdown Edition, we're looking at Navara Lounge. It's a treasured and essential live music venue in Kirikiriroa Hamilton, and after battling through the first major lockdown in 2020, Owner and manager Ivan Muir is having to gear up all over again in 2021. So you and I spoke a few months back about Mm -hmm. what it was like for Navarra Lounge coming out of lockdown. Very difficult indeed. It's the flow-on effect. I want to state firstly, though, that um, I totally agree with the lockdowns, you know, and Horrible thought if my business did not survive the lockdowns and that then uh, um, I still have no qualms about it. Of course, I'd be sad and I don't want it to happen, but definitely no qualms about the lockdowns going ahead. I think it's the safest and best way to approach this vicious virus attack and um, you know keep it at bay as much as possible until we can get all vaccinated, etc., which is not the 100% total cover of it all. But yes, very, very difficult coming out of lockdown because it becomes... Um, an effect, an on-flowing effect of trying to change dates for other bands and get bands to actually come out and then get people to come out. And, of course, that doesn't get money committed in advance, does it, getting bands booked? Not at all. No, not at all. You've got to have the gig and have the patrons coming in and joining the live shows before you can get um, get anything done, really, in that there. Um, and I, I totally understand when, when musicians uh, cancel, this is different from postponing. Um, you know, I obviously got to put their lives first, their families first, et cetera, and, and whatever, and their work. I totally understand all that too because there's not many professional, professional musicians in New Zealand. They travel the country when they can to do it because they love performing and, um, you know, that's when they come to the little live performance venues like Navarra Lounge. So what sort of expenses are you facing at the moment and... Uh, are you going into Navarra Lounge at all to sort of, yeah, just work well, or do accounts or things like that? Um, well, yes, indeed. Well, I've got my computer at, at home, the place where I, I live, and uh, I have gone in a couple of times just to make sure chillers and things like that are all right and grab some extra bits and pieces to do that. But I'm not allowed to be on site. You're not allowed, allowed to travel around it. But fortunately, I live within a sort of a mile or so of home, so it's part of my sort of um, – 
from from work so it's all part of also i don't really like calling it work <laughs> but uh, i do miss it so pop down and make sure everything's all right with the fridges and freezers and things like that there and just check on things you know for security etc and uh, but i am working from home answering well probably about another 100 emails to go through again because when you send an email out to start solving a problem you get one or two back for it as well there. But the expenses that you mentioned, yes, there's all the fixed costs as well, you know, your rent, your power, your phone. You can't disconnect all that stuff because it costs you to reconnect it as well and you could be waiting in line. Um, and I don't want to do that anyway. And I do have um, some part-time, three part-time staff. So luckily through the um, the wage subsidy, it's, it's helped um, keep them have some cash in their earnings in their pockets and that there. And uh, but yeah, there's there's still lots of different costs coming in. I mean, <laughs> quite scaringly, I just just had to sort of squeeze some funds out to um, f- finish paying off my uh, insurance payment, which is quite quite big because you know it's a necessary thing to have insurance. So yeah, there's lots and lots of costs still to go on, and they, they won't stop. But uh, hopefully, um, some of the companies just just understand that it might take a little bit more time to clear some of them. The building in which. Navarra Lounge is housed on Victoria Street, is owned by Hamilton City Council, is that correct? It is indeed, yes, it is indeed owned by them. Um, During the first lockdown, they were great and we had a a rent reprieve and it was good. Um, This lockdown is only, what, it's going to be approximately two weeks, haven't heard from them, haven't really needed just this once time, but um, if it goes on any longer, um, it's going to be very difficult and I will have to approach them and say, hey, I need a bit of help with, with a bit of rent reprieve. Um, I've paid you everything I've got at the moment and I've just got to wait till I can open the doors. Watch for my live music venue can only open it under level two with restrictions, mm, of course. not level three. Mm. So you're not sitting on a large amount of money at the moment. You're pretty much looking at a week-to-week <laughs> scenario. Yes, definitely. It's been like that for this industry for, for, for quite a while. We're, we're not what you call sort of like a, a big, huge booze barn venue, I like to say. We're about what happens on the stage at the other end for the live performances. And I think over the last, uh, since COVID's hitting that there, some, we haven't had the large crowd. We have had for some gigs once we've been open properly, but some of the shows have been a bit sparse and people because I think they're too scared to come out. So uh, the cash flow is not there, meaning thank you, Thank you, Bank, for an overdraft, and you know, and thank you for the assistance we've had through the COVID resurgence scheme, etc. Those little bits and pieces help immensely. Um, yeah, and it's managed to keep my head just above water again. But it's going to be a struggle, and um, you know, he's hoping we can get through this soon. Interesting to think that since the last lockdown, we hadn't we hadn't fully recovered by any means, and people hadn't gotten back into their own habits of going into live shows. Exactly. Um, and, 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 and look, there's many different reasons for that, I guess. It's, it's the fact that people um, have families to care for. The funds are probably not available because they've had to spend a little bit extra when they've been in, in lockdown. I mean, there was some savings I heard on the news and stuff like that for people. And, uh, but they're just sort of, like, oh, we better hucker down and, and be prepared because we're going to have, I think we're going to have Nova, uh, you know, coronavirus around forever in one way, shape or form. So people are just a little bit hesitant. Um, in saying that, we have had some fantastic shows with full houses and things like that in between the two, the big major lockdowns. And hopefully people can get back into the scene and, and realise that it's actually very good for your well-being. The endorphins are released the fact you've seen a live show, um, even if it's a local band, of course, we don't have many, we don't have any overseas acts 
I'm just negotiating with some Australians now, Australian shows that have been booked for later this year, but they're going to obviously have to look at next year now. And we've had acts from all around the world. They won't be coming henceforth, you know, um, It'll be just a bit of more time for that. And the travelling bands, the national bands, the local bands, uh, the local bands, yes, um, I'd just like them to sort of pick up the pace a wee bit. It'd be really cool if they got out and did a few little shows. But the ones travelling around the country, we've had a few, but we've just had to cancel a few again because they're due last week, this week, and even next week. And as I say, um, they can't perform to small crowds overall. And... Um, if we can only sit, say, up to 40 under level two, which I, I, as I say, I agree with all the regulations, all the safety regulations. There's no qualms about that. But it's just sad that it's, it's affecting business in such a, such a tough way. How far ahead are you looking at bookings then? Because we don't know when this is going to let up, when this lockdown is going to be back down to level two. Well, to date, I've only got one or two. Uh, I've got cancellations in the in the near future but before the lockdown this lockdown i had bookings right to the end of the year so i was fully booked so what will happen is uh hopefully they don't cancel straight away they just play it uh we can play it by well, obviously by regulations um as it gets closer to their dates whether or not they can or they can't do and, and most of them will say they won't do it in level two i'd say because you know 40 to 50 people may not be enough we have them people seated we see people at their seats so it's still good shows some bands some bands you know, a punk rock band or a heavy metal band, they, mm, don't know about that. But some of the older bands in the metal bands, that's fine, we'll sit down and they can just head bob away like that there, which is <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> but some of the other bands, I think, no, it's not worth their, you know, they've got expenses. They've got, you know, travelling costs, et cetera, hotels, motels, whatever, backpackers. Um, so they've got to put everything into consideration. And, and, if it, and mainly it's a financial thing. And and for the bands, once we're out of lockdown, but, First and foremost, it's, it's it's a health thing as well, and, that, and we don't want to spread this horrible Delta virus. But um, a funny thing is I got a booking for uh, from a European act uh, come through the email the other day, and I had a wee giggle after trying to do all the other things. Can I please book a show in December 2022? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of positive from the other side of the world. <laughs> um, Esther, she's, she's played here before a few years ago, and that there, so she wants to do another tour of New Zealand. So she's been putting a positive spin on booking a year or so out. So that's really nice, but over a year now. Well, we do get bookings a year or so out now. I've actually got bookings coming in now for January, February, March for bands, not only New Zealand, but Australia, but we'll be sort of, Shuffling everything sideways as the restrictions limit limit the shows and that there. This is a song about my happy place Where you see cool gigs in a crampy space The bar's all good and the people all grin There's nowhere else like it in Hamilton I love Navarra Lounge and I want to have to scrounge around For another venue in Riverside placement, the Tron's best basement Would win in any showdown, but not during lockdown I miss walking down those stairs I love that they sell good beds It better still be there when we can go out again See good bands play every day From a comfy couch Dance away, the door charge is cheap, man. How they survive and gotta do what we can do to help out Ivan, who runs Navarra Lounge, cause he don't wanna scrounge around for another venue in town. 
city park placement The Tron's best basement It pushes all my buttons But not when I am shutting I missed those pick gig lists And singing along half-pissed It better still exist after coronavirus I love Novara Lounge It's the best place that I've found for gigs and parties that's arty. I love Novara Lounge, man. Every type of sound has been played down there over all these years. Let's keep it on its feet and all agree to meet at 266 Victoria Street when this pandemic is a beat. Looking ahead of the challenges that Navarra Lounge itself is facing, then it looks like there's quite a positive outlook for us in terms of we know we will get through this, uh, whereas the rest of the world is stuck in a bit of a rut at the moment. And I know they are having live shows and full-on concerts and music festivals, but um, it must be done with an amount of anxiety that really cancels out um, some of the enjoyment and the endorphin release that you get from a live experience. Definitely. Um, there's been a few artists I've seen that have done their own stuff online. It's, um, it's uh, something that is really cool, but it's not quite live. In saying that, um, in watching some of the stuff I've seen overseas, etc., I was actually surprised that some of the concerts are going on. And then to find out that apparently people weren't allowed to go to the shows unless they've been double vaccinated, etc., which to me, that is still scary. You can be vaccinated as to alleviate, hopefully keep it away completely, but to alleviate. So it can still cause super spreading again in that there. So I'm a bit scared about... Um, some of the things that are happening overseas. It's good to see, but I just hope there's no repercussions from it. And in saying that again, um, with our vaccination regime, the way we're doing it, the lockdowns, I think, to keep it at bay before we can get on top of it is the best way to do it. Now, also, uh, Navarra Lounge has created a new concept that's been up and running, but not quite doing it because when there's no lockdowns etc we will be doing live streaming but that's on a different scenario that's nothing that was nothing really to do with covid it was the fact that we wanted people around the world to see our live show with our local people doing it live you know there in the in the in the feel of it of a concert live which is better for you i mean i just put a study up i found from overseas worldwide study a few weeks ago that if you do go to a live music venue, a live gig or something, once a fortnight in your life, it has the capacity, it does add up to nine years to the end of your life from all the good things that come about getting off the couch and coming down to, well, one of our couches down the basement, I suppose. Mm, that sounds yeah. about right. Life's great. Yeah, absolutely. I and I think that's what a lot of people appreciated after the last major lockdown is that um, that's what they really nourishes them is to share a performative experience with other people. Uh, whereas at the moment, that's what we're largely not getting. I mean, I'm talking to you on camera, for example, rather than uh, down in Navarra Lounge itself. Um, yes. It, it feels a bit like we've, um, 
yeah, we've gone back to an ugly place where we were earlier on last year. Ugly place, yes. Safe, yes. But I just can't wait to see you in person, Gary, over the bar and say let's have a, have a bit of a chat about the band or tip or something like that. When we opened up after the last big one, it did take a wee while to to move things along. Um, but once we did start to get big crowds on some of the nights and that there, it was amazing. And, and you just see the joy in their face, smiling. I could, before they even got to the bar, beaming, nice to see you and all that type of thing, which is great human reaction. And you don't get that when you're sort of online as much. I mean, it's, it's lovely we've got technology that we can do this. I just watched a cool concert online of the NPR from Hiatus Coyote from Melbourne, which they're supposed to be in um, the power station in uh, 24th of September, which I got a ticket to go and see to see a live act outside Navarro Lounge. Uh, but unfortunately, obviously, that won't be happening. Um, but they did post up something today saying, when we, 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 miss, we miss touring, so the bands are actually missing the touring as well. It's, it's part of their, it's their life. Um, you know, I mean, uh, it could be a hard road to to toe on the, you know, hard road to hoe on when you're out there. But um, overall, the musicians just love the live performances. And little venues like Navarro Lounge, which which is sort of a starting ground for a lot of bands. Uh, we do have lots of cool, you know, established acts come through, but they just love coming to a place like that there and the crowd's right in front of them and they can sell their little bit of merch they've got, but talking to them face-to-face at the merch table. And that's life, you know, that's just human interaction, which is in our DNA, isn't it, really? Absolutely. Now, in our last major lockdown, Ivan, um, a fundraising album was released on Bandcamp to help Navarra Lounge continue to exist. Yeah, it was amazing. Sorry. Yeah, and yeah, it did attract a lot of attention uh, and people really mobilised to help Navarra Lounge. What sort of challenges are you facing this time around, though? How long... How long can you weather the storm? Um, well, it depends a lot on some of the resurgence help from, from our own government, from their own people. Um, I don't want to hold my hands out all the time. I'm kind of a little bit luckier than some of the bigger, bigger places because I try to keep my cost to a minimum. And in saying that, I can um, you know stave off the walls a bit longer. Um, I can... I've learned to run the venue on a smell of an oily rag since I opened it. So, you know, it's, it is it is bad. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, like, I still want to keep a positive positive thought out there. And the main thing is as soon as we open, it's the artist bookings and the people coming to support them. They just need to not ask some people to come out and spend a lot of money. Just come out and be patronising it, um, buy a beverage, so it ticks the till over so I can pay the bills, and we'll just build and build and build slowly. Um, look. Navarro Lounge is not the only one in the boat, obviously. I think it's worldwide uh, and some of the bigger companies and that they can they can absorb it easier. But um, the little ones need your help first, I think. It's always start at the bottom rung and work your way up as far as supporting what you think is local for a start and uh, be nice when the borders open in the future. I don't want to just open frivolously um, and the overseas artists can start flowing back through as well. But, man, I've got to tell you, there's so much talent in New Zealand. Uh, and there's a lot of people that have come out to Navarro Lounge in the past and obviously will in the future, hopefully, and they'll say, wow, I didn't even know this existed. And it's, and I like to tell them, it's, well, it's, it's always been right in your right front yard. We talk about our in our own backyard, but to me that sort of consolidates the Kiwi quarter acre section or whatever, and you don't get up, you don't go out. You're focusing everything in your own backyard. To me, it's out there in your front yard. Get out the gate and go and explore and, and enjoy some live entertainment. Mm, a lovely philosophy. We get a lot of uh, big local acts coming through uh, Navarra Lounge, relatively speaking, for the size of the venue as well. 
but it shows how important it is for Kirikiriroa Hamilton and for the Waikato region. Um, and it's understandable that, uh, you know, even though you may think other organisations have it tough too, um, Navara Lounge is important to Kirikiriroa, isn't it? Thank you for those sentiments. And, and I feel that as well. And I, I do constantly get that... Um well, would dare I say it, preached to me from people that do come down there, and it's very humbling to hear that. And 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 I agree, I totally agree. And there's been there's there's a few young bands that are coming through. I, I must must say, and some of them have just put some stuff up online as well. Smoke Paprika, a young band out of Hillcrest High, just to name one. Um, and some of them that have just sort of grown up a bit further over the last couple of years, they are going to be wonderful. You know, they're, they're great singer songwriters. Um, we want a wonderful. We want run a wonderful open mic every Wednesday and uh, some of the talent that's come there is amazing and, and when, especially when you see a shy person you see, get on stage after watching somebody else for a while and then coming back a few weeks later and getting up and it's, it's amazing and, and it just it's just lifts their self-esteem as well but apart from that it's nice to see the talent and uh, yeah live music for me is what it's all about so um, it is tough it is tough for Navarra Lounge because you know small and in, in that there and it is one of those scary things where it has been the type of place that in the past uh, overseas especially and I think that place is here that it has become a spreader the type of venue spreader but we, we take all the precautions that the hand sanitizers there etc all, all the um obviously the coding, what you have to do. And I have a big stick that's measured out a metre. So when we do open a level two, that's the metre part you sit, unless you're in your own little bubble with a couple on a couch. So they can have the whole couch then instead of a third person joining them saying, hi, how are you? What's your name? How do you know the band and that there? And a lot of people over the years who've been open since 2012, 2014, a resurrection from the 90s for the same venue, um, have become close friends by meeting at things. We've even had a couple of weddings and we've had people meet at Navarra Lounge and, and, and um you know, they're still together to this day. So that's really cool. Mm, wonderful. So just lastly, Ivan, what can people do at this stage to support Navarra Lounge if they want to? Um, um, as I briefly touched before, I don't want to have my hands held up. It's a wee bit humbling and embarrassing sort of that there. But the first thing is, I'd love for the musicians to please, please keep coming and playing. Um, we'll have a chat about costs and things like that there, what it does. To, to, to run it as best as possible if they're, if they're not quite financially involved themselves. Uh, I can't promise things, but, you know, the next thing, which probably even the major, is please come out and watch a live gig. It's the it's the public. It's the punters, the, the music lovers. And I like to call them live music lovers. So they're actually coming out um, and seeing it, you know, in the flesh rather than things. And, yes, there are precautions that will be taken, and hopefully it won't take too long to get to at least level two for, for Hamilton, Kirikiriroa, and uh, then on to level one. And, I'm, I'm, you know, with level one, we still have to be careful, obviously, so I don't think there will ever be a, a zero level ever again in the world, and I think we knew that, but hopefully it doesn't stop the arts um, still being out there presenting itself in all ways, shapes, or form. I'm not just talking music. I'm talking all the types of arts, whether it be theatre, et cetera, et cetera. We've, we had a one-act play booked in soon. We're not sure if that's going to go ahead just yet, um, but just nice to have a venue that's, that's open for everyone. And please, if it's there, use it. Thanks to Navara Lounge and Ivan Muir for being the subjects of this episode of WTS Waikato. If you liked what you heard, you can like the show on Facebook or find it wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, stay safe and be kind. Thanks to Free FM, the Community Access Media Alliance and New Zealand On Air for making this show happen.
Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.